Are you interested in creating a life you love, filled with equal parts freedom, adventure, peace, and contentment? Well, you're not alone, and you have landed in the right place. Welcome to the Badass Soul Seeking Warrior podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about relevant topics. I am your host, Annie M. Fonte. Whether I am chatting with a guest or sharing my well-researched commentary, you get food for thought, inspiration, and guidance on how to live with intention. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. I wanted to spend some time with you today talking about my thoughts regarding the Durham report that was published a couple of weeks ago. And the reason I want to swing back to this is because there's so much going on in our country regarding politics, regarding the debt crisis, regarding the southern border, regarding the upcoming presidential campaigns, that oftentimes it's easy for these events to get swept under the rug without our close attention to the details and how they may affect us moving forward. So just to remind you, the Durham report was the investigation into the possible collusion between the Trump presidential campaign in 2016 and Russian operatives. So what did the Durham report find after three years of digging and talking to folks and doing interviews and following leads, etc., and at the cost to us, the American taxpayer, of $6.5 million. That's the best estimate of the cost of it. Well, here's what it found. There was no probable cause, no predicate, no evidence whatsoever, and yet they used a fake dossier put together by British intelligent agent Christopher Steele and paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign to open an investigation into a presidential campaign. It was a hoax and a lie, but more appropriately, it looks more like an attempted coup. A nearly three-year running political smear job against Donald J. Trump, all orchestrated by Democrats with the help of the DOJ and the FBI, and if that doesn't concern you, it should, and of course, the never-ending lies of, you guessed it, the media mob. Durham's report made it clear again that the FBI's handling of important aspects of the crossfire hurricane matter were seriously deficient because the United States Department of Justice and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law. What does that mean? It means they didn't follow the law, they skirted around it and used it to what they thought was their advantage. And as it turns out, so far, it looks like it worked for them. Instead, a hoax was perpetrated at the highest levels of America's federal government, despite the fact that neither the DOJ nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Now, on one hand, the Durham report is a vindication of those of us, you might be one of them, who were chastised as conspiracy theorists for having the balls to call out the politicalization of federal law enforcement. As I heard the other day, the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is only about six months. 
How true is that turning out to be? Now, Durham dug through piles of paperwork and had copious interviews with those in the FBI and the Department of Justice. And just so you know, I'm going to repeat it again. At the cost to the American people of at least six and a half million dollars, this unearthed clear evidence of unchecked partisan power and no commitment to the law. You see, it proved that our federal government and the sea of administrative cronies who are essentially unelected bureaucrats who play full out on the Democrat team will stop at nothing to get their way. And nothing has changed, and it probably won't. Within the last week, an IRS whistleblower came forward claiming that the investigation of Hunter Biden's taxes fell into the same corrupted process as Russiagate. Imagine that. Even though the whistleblower was supposedly given the protections granted to any other legitimate whistleblower, the Department of Justice that is headed by none other than the Biden administration puppet, yes, he's a puppet, Merrick Garland, who axed the entire team who was investigating Hunter's alleged tax fraud. Imagine that. Now, I don't know about you, but it appears to me that these corrupt swamp dwellers are getting so cocky that they have become brazen enough to throw caution to the wind when doing even the most obvious political acrobats. Remember the classified documents scandal? You know, the one where the feds were well aware of the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago and they verified that they were locked up with ultimately turned into a raid of Trump's private property with federal agents rifling through Mar-a-Lago, leaving no leaf unturned, including former First Lady Melania's closet and her dresser drawers. But the reaction to learning of classified documents stacked in a corner of Joe's unlocked garage and other East Coast locations was less than a shoulder shrug. And by the way, all of these locations were easily accessible to none other than Hunter Biden. Chinese donors are linked to Hunter Biden's business dealings, and China's government steered cash to a think tank of the Penn Biden Center located at the University of Pennsylvania. The think tank has attracted the attention of Congress, guess why? For pocketing tens of millions of dollars in anonymous Chinese donations. But there's nothing to see there, right? And remember when the Supreme Court justices were being intimidated and harassed, even going so far as a man threatening to kill Brett Kavanaugh? Yet the DOJ was unwilling to provide protection or to enforce federal laws, all because someone within the fewer than 100 people who would have access to the Roe versus Wade decision leaked what the likely decision would be. And by the way, the leaker was never found. Seriously, you have a small pool of insiders with access to SCOTUS information and you can't figure out who the leaker was? I call bullshit on that. Wait, there's more. Remember the thousands of businesses, homes, and police stations to the tune of $2 billion plus that were destroyed by Antifa 
and the Black Lives Matter rioters? Nothing. Zero, zilch, nada happened to any of them. As a matter of fact, our completely incompetent VP, you know her, Kamala Harris, helped raise money to get some of them bailed out of jail. And at least 25 Americans lost their lives as a result of these riots. Now compare this to the January 6th riots. 775 people were arrested, many of whom have been charged and are serving prison terms, and a total of $2.73 million in damages were done to the Capitol building. Now, I'm not condoning what happened on January 6th, but I do believe we have not been provided all of the facts surrounding what really happened. I guess time will tell. People's lives were destroyed because of the fake Russian collusion delusion, one of whom was Carter Page. He is a former 2016 Trump campaign advisor, and he endured years of slanderous press coverage, framing him as a covert Russian agent, all because he refused to work for the FBI as a federal informant. That much is apparent based on an outline of the paid surveillance by the FBI that was revealed in the Durham report. In April of 2016, shortly after Page was named as an advisor to the Trump campaign, the New York field office of the FBI opened a counterintelligence investigation of him. The investigation was moved from the New York field office to the FBI headquarters under the direction of the then FBI director, you know him, we all know him, James Comey. According to the Durham report, Comey repeatedly pressed Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe for the Foreign Intelligence Service surveillance warrants on page, also known as FISA warrants. He kept saying, where is FISA? Where is the FISA? What is the status with the page FISA? The agency's probe, known as Crossfire Hurricane, as we said earlier, proceeded to lay the groundwork for a two-year special counsel investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller. Guess what? That only cost us $32 million. Yeah, you and I and other taxpayers in our country paid two, $32 million for the Mueller probe. The deep state operation ultimately exonerated the president and found not one person, no one, including Trump himself, colluded with the Kremlin officials to capture the White House. So those are just some of the things that we found out in the Durham report. And the reason I share this with you is because that information matters. It is evident that there is a deep state and this all started when Trump was elected president in 2016. Guess what happened? Trump was surprised he was elected president and Hillary Clinton was pissed off that she wasn't. So what did they do? They started doing anything they could to disrupt the Trump presidency. Why did they do it? Because Trump rolled in he wasn't a lifetime politician, and he started to disclose to the American people how dirty and ugly and slimy the deep state in our government is. And what happened? It pissed them off. 
So they have been on a mission, and they still are, to do everything they can to find something on Trump where he can be indicted and put into prison. They're still on it. They are still going to press it. And who knows? Trump might get indicted and put in prison. He's already been indicted on a charge in New York City that very few people think that he should have been indicted for. So I guess time will tell. But I want you, as an American citizen, as an American taxpayer, to stay informed. Don't believe me. Go do your own research. Do you want our country to continue to be on the trail that is currently on, where we have hyperinflation, we have a southern border that leaks thousands of people through it on a daily basis. Since the Biden administration has been in office, close to 7 million people have entered our country illegally. Yes, I'm going to continue to call them illegal aliens because they come into our country by breaking the law. We are a very generous country where we allow 1 million people a year to come in our country and go through a system so they can become citizens. That's a lot of people. If you don't believe me, go find a jar and start putting pennies in it. Count to a million and look how many that is. And then take a time six or seven because that's how many people have broken the law to come into our country. And God knows how many of them might be terrorists, how many of them might have a criminal record, how many of them are carting fentanyl. As a matter of fact, just yesterday, $32 million worth of methamphetamines were captured at our southern border near San Diego. All of those drugs coming into our country are killing up to 100,000 Americans every single year, and many of them are teenagers. Now, if that's okay with you, Carry on. Go do what you're going to be doing the rest of the day, the rest of the week and month and year. But if it's not okay with you, I would highly recommend you join me in getting educated about policies. The presidential election is not about personality. It's about policies that will continue to keep this country safe, that will continue to keep this country country thriving, that will continue to make us the world power that we are. And if we don't get a different president in office in 2024, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. Now you get to decide for yourself. You get to decide if your life is better in the last two years than it was prior to the last two years. And I don't really care about Republican, independent, Democrat. I'm talking about study the policies of people running for office. What do they want to do? Do they want to destroy our energy independence or do they want to help it? Do they want to get their arms around inflation or do they want to make it worse? Do they want to get the border under control or do they want it to continue to be an open sieve for people to come into our country? Because we're all going to pay for that in some way, shape, or form. We already are, and we will continue to. So please inform yourself. Please understand the policies that these people who are running for office on both sides of the aisle, what matters to them, what their strategy is moving forward, and then you get to decide which of those policies will benefit you the most, your family the most, your loved ones the most, our country the most. 
So I am inviting you to join me in educating yourself. Please go do the research. Please understand the importance of what goes on on a daily basis in this country. And let's take care of each other, our families, and the people we care about, and especially our country. So until I talk to you again, take good care, do your research, have a kick-ass day, and keep your ass in the saddle. Talk to you real soon. Take good care. Bye.